0: Welcome to Season 4, Episode 4 of the Principal's Podcast. This is Tom Gaber, Principal of KHS. This is Episode 3. Is it? Yeah. I yes. thought this was 4.
1: The first was the pilot.
0: Oh, so that we're not one counting one. the pilot. Well, yeah. yeah no. Okay. I, I know. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Season 4, Episode 4 of the Principal's Podcast. This is Tom Gaber, Principal of KHS, joined by our two outstanding senior hosts.
1: Lily Tatera
0: and Mikey Sertel. All right. I'd also like to welcome our special somebodies for this episode and um, I'll let them introduce themselves. We'll just go around the table. We have three other seniors here today.
2: Emily Kratzer.
0: Charlie Kress. And Trent Krueger. All right. Thank you guys for being here. Um, to our listeners, thank you for tuning in and sharing in this fourth year tradition and production of the podcast. We hope to retain previous listeners and of course our goal is to gain more listeners to tune in and hear our KHS voices.
1: So the principal's podcast is a way for us and specifically you as principal to connect with our constant stakeholders, especially students and parents who want to get a snippet of what's going on in the school.
0: Have you guys like, do you know like how many people are tuning in? Has anyone said anything? Are we getting a little pulse this
3: year? I know. I've actually heard some people like well, my parents listen, but also people um, around the school said so they do listen. Yeah, if like they know someone on it as a guest. Yeah. No,
1: my mom's tuning in. Oh, that's great!
0: <laughs> um, and then you guys really haven't tuned in, right? Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, so we, I mean, smart. we put it out there. If you have Twitter, it'll be shared on um, on Bomber Media and everything. But um, it's kind of a cool thing that we we continue to do. Um, I guess for me, it's a it's a great opportunity to um, you know meet with students and model some of our um, creative instruction, highlighting our innovation that we have um, working out of the hub and and the leadership with Mr. Novak and all of his courses that he's teaching in there. So, but where can they tune in, Mikey, if you know they want to listen?
3: Yeah. Well, as you mentioned, we have twitter which is either at khs bomber media or at t gabram underscore khs and if you ever have any questions or topics for future podcasts make sure to tweet us using the hashtag principles podcast
0: um do you guys have twitter accounts? yes i do uh i do not yet actually No, I it's make- good to have like if you don't have it, you should have it um, before you go to college. Mm-hmm. It's just there's there's a, good, a lot of good um, networking opportunities, you know, whenever you you guys decide on your colleges. Um, and then, you know, whatever program you're in, you can start networking really at an earlier earlier start. So um, I know a lot of the other social media um, venues like Instagram and Snapchat that's the most popular but Twitter's good it's kind of that neutral ground and um you're able to share a lot of information but also have have good contacts for the future so um what do you guys think about all this equipment here looks like a lot of money well it, you know what it <laughs> it was and i want to talk about our main sponsor right now and um so a shout out goes to Mr. James Reinhardt i don't know if you guys know Mr. Reinhardt but he is um, from Ganley Chevy in Aurora. so we partnered four years ago when this, this started, and he was one of our guests with our old equipment and he's like, I want to sponsor this show. want I want to be able to um, set you guys up with new mics and and make it a little bit more realistic for you know the experience. So um, we thank James and I know Mikey's going to be contacting him to eventually get him in here this year for one of our shows. so mm-hmm. um, all right so where are we at now
3: well it's really great to have three seniors on the bomber bash lead crew with us today especially since bomber bash is this saturday hard to believe it's already here but um as members of the lead crew what would you say to someone who doesn't really know much about bomber bash is your main role as a member of the lead crew um
4: as lead crew, pretty much we're doing a traditional bomber bash again this year, so it 's the twelve hour lock in so we have to be uh planning events for the whole twelve hours to make sure everyone's engaged and with that it's a lot of like reaching out to sponsors for things like food and uh like companies to sponsor equipment and all that stuff and um in like the lead crew specifically, we branched out into four different groups that all have their own like group chat and kind of like work in small teams together i think it's a there's an entertainment group there's like an event coordination group there's a fundraising group and maybe like a pr group so usually at our meetings um the beginning is like a big group meeting and then we kind of break off into our like small groups to kind of conquer our tasks
0: were you guys um I mean, were you at the were you at the bomber bash when you were a freshman? Yeah. I was, so yeah. Okay. So you guys all participated in that. Did you join lead crew as a freshman? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're. I was on as a sophomore. You came out as a sophomore. Yeah. So I guess maybe like share a little bit about you know what you guys experienced um, you know when it was still in here. Obviously, with COVID, we had to take bomber bash outside, um, which we we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that. But maybe go back to. Your own experience, you know, and talk a little bit about the sacrifice and the reason why, you know, we have this event.
5: Um, Bomber Bash supports an uh, organization called a Kid Again, and a Kid Again um, helps children in need with terminal illnesses and uh, fundraises lots of money to go to that cause. Um, and as a freshman, I um, I was like run it, rung into this group by a couple of friends and. Um, you really kind of just see like how much it impacts all the families and all the kids by going to the um, other A Kid Again events because um, there's more things than there's Bomber Bash and it's a really cool thing to be a part of.
2: Yeah, so my freshman year, obviously I wasn't on lead crew but I went to the event um, and I had a lot of fun and I really uh, enjoyed or supported A Kid Again and I thought it was a really great group that raised money for a lot of families in need um so I definitely knew I wanted to get involved after going my freshman year um and it's changed my life ever since
4: yeah for me it's kind of like started off as like fun I guess like I was like recruited pretty much just saying like it's a fun event you should come give it a try like and you'll get some service hours and then kind of just over the years like the connection to a kid again really like developed kind of like see the deeper cause and just appreciate it even more.
1: Great. So how did you guys become members of the lead crew? Like, what are the requirements that, like, get you on the team? Or is it, like, a sign-up thing?
5: Uh, yeah, it's more just a sign-up thing. There, there are interviews to get on the lead crew. Um, so obviously if someone comes on and is saying, like, yes, I'd like to do Bomber Bash for service hours there, most likely not going to be a part of that uh, group. But yeah, it's, it's just sign up and
3: um, you're on pretty much. Yeah,
4: I think it's in the spring every year. So we try to get
3: the word out as much as we can before then. Yeah, and you guys have been working with A Kid Again for a couple of years now. And last year, you were able to win an award for all that you've done for A Kid Again. So obviously, your main goal for the year is Bomber Bash, that set up, but what else does the lead crew and Bomber Bash do for A Kid Again other than the lock-in over the weekend?
2: Yeah, so A Kid Again has what they call adventures, Um, so they have like a Christmas party, they go to Cedar Point, um, just stuff to get the kids out of the house and doing something other than being in the hospital or like focusing on their disease. Or illness or whatever they had. Um, so a lot of lead crew members try, we, have, we try to have at least one lead crew member at each of their adventures um, just to support the families.
1: Nice. So this has been the first like real lock in Bomber Bash since 2019. So have there been any changes to like the core idea or events that have happened through the time?
4: I'd say the
5: biggest change is probably the theme because like it, it all revolves around a big theme every year. So um, our freshman year, I think it was it was like kind of beach yeah. beach themed yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, are we saying like it's like out in like what our theme is this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's like, it's like all um, western themed this year. So there's gonna be like a bull riding thing and like a mechanical bull. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of stuff. Nice.
3: Yeah, I'm excited. And how would you say that since you guys have been a part of Bomber Bash, the lead crew for so long, that's impacted you whether that be just throughout school or just as participating in all of the a Kid Again events
4: um obviously it's very like humbling to be a part of a, such an important thing but i think i've also gained a lot of like leadership from it and uh, a little more like confidence when it comes to things like reaching out to people older than me or like networking around the community because we really like try to bring the whole community in so Getting my, myself out there was kind of a big thing that I'm
0: glad I did. So what do you guys um, think back to that freshman year? And how long was that, that one? Do you guys remember how many hours it was?
4: It's, um, it's six to six. Right? Yeah, I think it was the same. So, yeah, 12 hours.
0: So what are we all sacrificing? What aren't we doing during the, the, that time? What aren't we doing? We are not sitting down. We're not sitting down. So that's the that's like the main challenge. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's sometimes where students have never been like put through that type of mental challenge to be like, oh, I, I can't sit like we're all sitting right now. Right. We sit through the day. Yeah. And so it's like it's a wake up call and it's like, OK, I, I can do this. I got it. so it's it's that whole mental like um, mindset of, of trying to get through something while understanding, I'm making this sacrifice for the good of others. You know what I mean? And so that, that's what I think is what's the emotional impact that a lot of kids get out of this. Um, and what I've seen, you know, as you guys are going to go to your colleges, um, there's other, there's other um, opportunities like this in college. They call them like, um, I don't know, the marathon, the Buckeye-thon at Ohio State or THON at, um, at Penn State, which is kind of where some of the the um, original ideas of, of Bomber Bash came about. And so, like, students are taking this experience of Bomber Bash and then continuing that and still giving back to, to good service organizations, which I think, you know, is probably one of the, um, I guess, most satisfying results for me for this experience for you guys. So... I'm gonna see if I can try to get Christine in here.
3: Yeah. Um, right? Do you know how you guys like created the idea of standing for the full 12 hours? No. No. no.
2: <laughs> I, know, I know Mrs. Hamilton and Mrs. Cure, um, they have older kids, they kinda planned the event or like came up with it, I guess, so I, It's probably their idea.
0: Interesting, interesting. Christine, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, there you go. There she is. OK. <laughs> so um, we are recording right now, and um, I have three of our Bomber Bash guests. We have Emily, we have Charlie, and we have Trent. And um, so we are just talking about a little bit about the Bomber Bash and um, how they were involved as ninth graders. Um, So for our listeners out there, I also have Lily and I have Mikey here, our two hosts. And um, Christine, maybe if you could share a little bit about your role as executive director of this charity, A Kid Again, um, and maybe share a little bit of history of, um, you know, the program and and just so our listeners kind of know our partnership, um, you know, that we've had over the last seven years.
6: Yeah, I would love to. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. Good morning, Bomber Bashers. Um, it's great to um, hear all of you. So, yeah, I'm with The Kid again. Uh, we're a nonprofit that serves families raising children with life-threatening conditions throughout Northern Ohio. We actually are a national organization, but this chapter serves this um, Northern Ohio region. And basically what we do is we just try to help these families that are going through the unimaginable of raising a critically ill child, help them take their minds off of illness, focus on living, and just having fun. And how we do that is just to create these events that we call adventures that they can attend throughout the years. And we take them to places like Cedar Point, zoos, ball games, um, you name it, Good Time Three. And these are just days that they can look forward to throughout the year, put illness behind, not think about the treatments. Not think about hospital stays, but just think about a family. And uh, what makes us a a little different than some of these other awesome organizations that are out there is that we focus on the entire family, not just the critically ill child, but the brothers, sisters, and moms and dads. Because sadly, when a family receives the diagnosis that their kid has cancer or sickle cell or spinal muscular atrophy, that diagnosis affects the whole family, so everybody needs a break from illness. And these adventures are super cool because families get to hang out with other families that literally are just like theirs, even though the illness may be different. But for instance, uh, we are gearing up for our big holiday party, which I know a lot of the bomber bashers are going to be volunteering at it. We're having over 1,700 people in attendance.
0: Wow, that's incredible.
6: Um, It is, we are in the midst of wrapping nearly 1,000 holiday gifts for not just the ill kid, but their siblings. Um, so everybody gets a gets a gift. And um, this chapter, a little bit of history, this chapter has been around for 15 years now. The organization itself has been around for going on 28 years. And we are now in about five different states. So it's super exciting. Uh, we're growing very fast. This year, we actually enrolled 350 new families. So amazing.
0: Wow. That is awesome. Um, do you partner with other um, schools like Kentston? Are there other are there the other districts in the area?
6: You no, know, well, we are working on it. Um, I can say that the Bomber Bashers, they are the first um, to um, approach us on this awesome school fundraising concept. And as you know, you guys have been doing it for seven years now. We have other schools that are starting to get more interested in doing things. We have some schools that have done Stuff maybe on a smaller scale than a lock-in. Uh, some kids have rounded up for change. Um, they've brought in, you know, about three thousand dollars. Other schools have just done local fundraisers like um, lemonade stands. Um, but we are starting to show some interest um, as people hear about these amazing kids helping these amazing other kids. So we're hoping to grow it um, and duplicate um you know what you all are doing there and i know the bomber bachelors they've been very generous and some of the lead crew kids have met with other schools too just to kind of help promote it and see what we can get going
0: well we're certainly looking forward to saturday um i want to say we are close this is probably our, our greatest turnout over you know the seven-year period we're over 200 students i think that have signed up and contributed 300 we're at three, oh, oh my gosh yeah, time. Yeah.
6: i think it's over 300.
0: so that number even grew even even farther so um
6: yeah so that's exciting wow
3: yeah that's that's great um go ahead Mikey. that's really exciting and obviously you're a big part of working with a kid again and helping those families how would you say that a kid again how did you personally get involved and how would you sort of suggest others to get involved if interested?
6: Yeah, well, um, I got involved, I was actually working for Habitat for Humanity um, years ago, like over 10 years ago. And it was out in Geauga County, but I live in Summit. I was very active in Cuyahoga County, so I started looking for another job. I knew I wanted to stay a nonprofit. Um, I knew I wanted to do something with children um, or veterans. I had narrowed that scope down to two um, two areas of interest. I wanted to work locally. It was very important to me that the organization I work with helped local families, local people, people in my community. Um, and a kid again popped up it was a kind of a startup chapter which really intrigued me and i mean just helping kids and their parents and their brothers and sisters was a mission that You know, I just fell in love with immediately. I can tell me, I can tell you my family, my entire family told me not to take it because I can cry in a 30 second commercial. (laughs) So I'm a good crier, um, but I'm also a very good hugger and I love hugs and I get countless priceless hugs through this job. So it was really the heartstrings that drew me in.
0: That's really cool um, story there, Kristen. Um, Can you talk a little bit about, and I guess this is for me, You know being the principal and and one of the leaders of the building and and attending bomber bash and kind of going through some of the emotions you know for the 12 hours um and you talked about tears and 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 you you bring those tears to us in a good way because when we start um when we start the night bomber bash at dinner and you guys know this um sometimes we have guests and sometimes we have a family um who show up so can you talk a little bit about like that process um, of of identifying the I don't know what's going on here. Is that me?
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you there, Christine?
6: I am. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, some type of alarm went off, but anyway, um, <laughs> I guess how do you select that family who comes to visit, or how does how does that work? Because it's great that our students who attend are able to. Um, to meet at least one family, you know, who are there?
6: Yeah, well, you know, not all families, you know, want to talk about their situation or their journey. Um, And not all families are comfortable speaking in front of crowds. Um, So we kind of take the balance of that. And we also hear from so many of our families that say, you know what, anything we can do to help you further your mission, we're all in. We wanna help you. So we do have a group of, um, and then we try to find families that are local and close to the venue, of course, because you know to drive several hours to a place can be daunting with a critically ill child, especially if that child is on a feeding tube or has mm-hmm. other special needs or in a wheelchair. So, but we just have so many families that just reach out to us. And this year, I think one of your own, Erin Duraco and her husband know the Toth, Toth family that's coming to speak this year. Um, so it's amazing how circles, um, become connected and chains of hope happen when you start getting out in the community and just, um, meeting people.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's really wonderful. Um, it's truly, it's a really inspiring cause. It's a great staple of Kenston. I know ever since I've, I was a freshman, I've heard about it and I've just thought it was like a really great activity that we as a school get to participate in. And I guess to kind of wrap up our section on Mm -hmm. bomber bash i'd go for kind of the we've talked a lot about the cause behind it talking about the actual bash are there any specific events or things you're looking forward to during the nights like tomorrow like anything planned
6: are you talking to me
1: kind of anybody in the room the three lead crew members
0: yeah we'll let the we'll let our students speak on this because they organized it so we'll see yes please do (laughs)
2: Um, so I, I know we have a lot planned because, you know, 12 hours, it's a lot of time to fill. Um, I'd say I'm most excited for probably the Cornhole Tournament.
0: Nice. Nice.
5: Um, I'd I have to say the food.
4: We got a lot of food catered. <laughs> and I'm,
5: of course I'm, a, I'm a big eater, so
4: I'm excited. And one of the things that we've been promoting that I think sold a lot of students to sign up was the mechanical bull that we're renting out. That we're having some teachers ride, and it'll be open to the students. So, yeah, when we told the students about that one, a lot of their
0: ears perked up.
1: I remember seeing the safety waiver for it, and being <laughs> like, oh <laughs> man.
0: And who is first up on the bowl? Our amazing principal, (laughs) Mr. Gabram. I may have to YouTube some uh technique to stay on that bowl at least eight seconds, right? (laughs) No, Christine we're ambitious. Yeah. But um we're all super excited. There's a there's a great pulse throughout the building um this week. We're having some staff members show up at different times. Um so we just wanna thank you for, you know, your leadership and kind of continuing the partnership and and just that uh Bringing that service to us also is is so very important for our students. So, again, looking forward. Thank you for joining us, um, and can't wait to see you on Saturday.
6: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be epic with all those young young men and women in one room doing such amazing things for you know these wonderful kids. And you know, like I said. I think I said this, and I hope I said this, because I want to thank the kids too. Just because they don't just do this um, fun activity and hanging out with their friends, they do it because they feel it in their heart. It's a good thing to do. But they also volunteer on their you know days off from school. And I know school these days is very. There's so many activities that these kids are involved in. So for them to give, you know, a Saturday or Sunday, you know, four or five hours to come out and actually interact with the children. I think that's just priceless and it's amazing. So I thank you all. I think um, Aaron, Marcy, and of course you, Tom, and the whole school district that has allowed this and promoted this and supported this event.
0: Well, thank you too. Thanks for joining us again. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday night.
6: Absolutely. Wouldn't miss it. Take care, everybody. Have fun.
3: Take care. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. really exciting stuff. Amazing things going on. I'm really excited. And once again, bash that's this Saturday. But another thing that's going on in Bomberland, as we're getting deeper on into the second quarter, are the winter sports that are beginning to come around again. We've got boys and girls basketball, bowling, wrestling, indoor track. And as we sort of transition from the end of fall sports having a great season, we're looking really forward to, this winter well
0: let's talk a little all of you guys were in different fall sports so maybe just kind of give a little summary and um, I guess what you guys are taking away with you as seniors kind of the four-year experience of of kind of wrapping things up and maybe how that has um, impacted you or you know how you think you know um, these experiences will help you in life too Uh,
2: yeah so I was on the girls soccer team Um, we won the WRC and then we made it to district, the district championship and ended up losing to Canfield. Um, but I'd say throughout my four years and even before that, I've really just made friendships that can last a lifetime. You know, I've grown up with these people and got to see each other improve. Um, and I've also become a stronger leader, I would say, because of soccer. Um, just on the field and off connecting with other people has really just improved my character.
5: Um, I played football and we had a eight and two regular season. And then we went to the third round of the playoffs and we ended up losing a shard in uh, 10 to seven. And with football, I think um, the leadership is obviously a big factor in like my learning experience from it, but um, the biggest part is definitely the, the friendships and the bonds that you make during it. And um, just kind of like realizing the importance of like having those like, brothers and people in your life that are really important to you and making the most out of it.
4: I was uh, on the boys soccer team and we had a good winning record this year. And then we ended up losing in the district final in penalty kicks. So it was definitely heartbreaking, but it was a good season. And through soccer, uh, I'm just blessed that I've like, been in the opportunity to be, able, to be able to play a sport that I loved. And um, I've been playing it for like my whole life. And I'm very thankful for the relationships that I've had because they've all been very positive with like the players and the coaches that I've been playing with.
0: It's tough um, that last game, you know, when you know you're kind of yeah. all of you hanging up the cleats, I guess, for possibly the last time, unless you guys are going to continue and play at the at the at the next level. Um, but I can reflect on you know my last games you know when I was an athlete even high school and it's a memory that's burned into your you know and if you're not an athlete it, it could be a last performance on stage or something else that you're just gonna be like wow that's it that's the end and and um, but that's also part of life and so you know we sign up for these experiences um, because we have a passion for them or, or something is driving us to, to participate and you know we it's great that we have these opportunities, right? Because we can we can just take what we learned and, and apply to many different things. Um, and you guys, all three programs were really outstanding. And and I know Mike, you've talked about really all of our fall sports at one point and how competitive we are. And we're one of the the smallest schools in our um, conference in our Western Reserve Conference. So that that goes a lot to our um, student athletes, but our Communities, our support, our leadership, and our advisors and our coaches and and uh, says a lot about a, about a school culture and climate. So, pretty proud of that.
3: Yeah, those moments on the field, no matter which team are, really critical to just building you as a character. And it's really great that pretty much all of our teams this season did an outstanding job, whether that be making it into postseason or just having great records overall. Yes, right. definitely very it's, competitive.
1: It's really exciting that now we're transitioning into our winter sports where we're going to have even more of those moments and then spring sports. And it's I feel like this is a great wrap to all of our senior years. And it's exciting that we're getting into the winter season. Almost all my friends are on the bowling team. So I'm excited <laughs> to see how that turns out for them. Um, but transitioning into a more non-school aspect, but rather a personal opinion aspect, Thanksgiving is also coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a great a great time with family, a great time with food. Um, favorite Thanksgiving foods? Do we have them? Do we have, like, a least favorite Thanksgiving food? What's our
0: Charlie, you speak first. Right,
1: yeah. You love your yeah. food guy. Yeah. Right.
5: Yeah. I gotta take the just the cliche of turkey. I mean, that's it's so solid so awesome yeah. it's just mm-hmm. can't get enough of it do you like
0: the dark meat like on the um drumsticks or are you like honestly the, white meat, the breast doesn't matter
5: anything that digests is fine <laughs> it's, get it get a hawaiian roll cut it in a half make a sandwich oh my gosh nice, nice
3: delicious do you like it with gravy or just plain mm. just plain mm-hmm. just
1: plain wow i don't i'm a i'm a gravy person <laughs>
3: What about you, Emily? Um, definitely
2: mashed potatoes. <laughs> so
4: good. Mm. Yeah, I'm also a mashed potatoes guy. They just go well with everything.
3: Yeah, I'd have to agree. But I also <laughs> love, um, like, the cranberry sauce as well.
1: Yeah, I Getting it in the you. can.
3: And it's, like, that little jello thing. The only time I ever eat it is during Thanksgiving. <laughs> but every Thanksgiving, I need it. That's, like, a staple.
1: Right. I went through a weird phase in my childhood of just, like, really loving cranberry sauce. I would just, like, (laughs) eat it out of a can normally. And I don't know, I'd say it's my favorite Thanksgiving food, weirdly enough.
0: (laughs) I'd I'd have to go with the turkey, but um, my role is is a pretty large role. I prepare the turkey, like I've been doing it the last probably six or seven years. And so I'm constantly researching, like, different preparations. So I've been, I've been hooked on this. It's called a dry brine. Okay, so 48 hours. Um, and the, the turkey, we, we do a frozen turkey, so it has to thaw in the refrigerator for so many days. And then um, 48 hours before, so like, you know, Tuesday morning or Monday night, I will prep the turkey. And so this is a dry brine. And, and what the brine does is it... Um, it's a mixture of like salt and other herbs that you put on like the entire cabin, all around it. Um, and then it sits, it just sits in the refrigerator, Put like paper towel over. But what it's doing is it's like, um, taking all the moisture in, it's securing that moisture in. And then when you cook it, you know, it's incredible. It's, it's, um, it's a recipe I found online from like a famous chef. And so, I've been doctoring up a little bit here and there, and then of course my family's like, you know, I'm under the microscope because uh, you know now it's like uh, it's a standard, you know, right. of how how juicy that turkey is. I guess is what it is. So a lot of pressure. Right.
5: Following up on that, um, how many extra seats are at your Thanksgiving dinner table? Just wondering because that sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, Charlie. Any time I have an extra seat for you, man. Yeah. I may even bring a sample in, you know, on (laughs) Monday with the Hawaiian bread. So you could you could try that. So (laughs) no, but other families will do deep fried turkey. Have you guys ever had that? I I have before.
3: I I prefer the regular just like
0: me, too. More traditional. Yeah.
3: Yeah
0: so but uh you hear about all you hear about a lot of accidents with the deep fryer over thanksgiving because they don't they really people really don't read the directions and then it becomes a fire hazard so be safe if you are uh frying your turkey this this year so Mm -hmm. um stuffing is a second favorite of mine so yeah definitely Mm -hmm. i don't know did you guys eat the um lunch yesterday
4: oh my gosh
0: it was so good so um Mr. Um, Mendez, our food service director, and he's been on the podcast before, but every year he does a Thanksgiving for the district. And so he purchased um, turkey breasts. So it's not like full turkey, but he ended up smoking them. He has like a smoker in one of his kitchen um, utilities back there. And it was so tender, the turkey yesterday. So um, I know they served a bunch of, um, you know, Thanksgiving meals for our students and staff. So, shout out to our KHS food service. Yeah. Um Speaking about, I guess, serving food. Have you guys ever participated? Like, gone to shelters or gone places um, to help out and 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 like make meals for people or serve?
5: Um, yeah. Through my church, I've gone to a couple of uh, soup kitchens. We um, we have what we call a sister church or brother church. I'm not sure what it was, but it's um, St. John's in Cleveland. And um, it's awesome. It, it's honest, it's such a great time. Um, just you meet a lot of like really interesting people with cool stories to tell, yeah, and being there. and it, it's a fun time. Is that a
0: tradition for you, or you just done it a few times, like through your youth group or something?
5: Yeah, just a few times <laughs> through youth group. Um, yeah, it's it's cool.
0: We've done that a couple times um, uh, with my family, and it is. it's pretty impactful. You feel like you've you're helping others and and really um, thinking of the less fortunate. Um, you know who don't who can't sit down at the table and, and have have a meal with their family. So whatever you can do to help them makes you feel a little bit better. Um, you know through that holiday time.
3: Yeah, I think that's a great transition into our quote for this episode, which is "No act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted." From Aesop. I think that this quote is really appropriate for today, having all of our lead crew on. Just because we've talked a lot about A Kid Again and all of the other stuff going around the community, especially during when the holidays approach, it is a really great time to sort of get involved and give something back to the community, really cherish how great we have it and sort of help everyone else, people in need or just whoever, needs it, with no matter how small of an act, it's never gone to waste. Lily,
0: what do you think about that quote?
1: Um, I'm a big fan. I've always loved Aesop, Aesop's fables, all of that. But I think it it is a really very appropriate quote for this episode in specific, because no matter how, even attending Bomber Bash, no matter how small of an act you think it is, is really important. It's It's contributing to the cause, to a kid again, and I feel like often people don't do things because they think that their contribution is too small, but nothing is really too small for anything ever. I mean, it's always a contribution to the greater good.
0: Absolutely, how about you, Trent? Uh, I like this quote.
4: I try to be a very kind person myself, and sometimes the smallest acts of kindness actually go like the longest way, just in whether it's like making someone's day or brightening the room or whatever. Charlie,
5: yeah uh same I, I just think it's really impactful to just kind of keep those core like beliefs of just like be kind like there's there's no need to not be right you know? it's not making anyone's day better by not giving out kindness and
0: stuff like that yeah emily anything
2: yeah I just think like a simple like how's your day or like a smile um can go a long way can be really impactful
0: Everything that you guys said kind of aligns to our bomber beliefs, you know, which is our be respectful, be responsible, be kind, which Charlie already mentioned, and then build community. And so all of this stuff that we're doing is really that last core is building community, coming together, doing great things for others impactful activities that you guys will be able to reflect on and that's to me that's what's most important what can we provide you as staff administration that you can take with you not just in the classroom academically not just on the athletic field not just on you know the the stage you know for kentzen center stage or whatever we're doing but you should all be able to think back during you know after college during um when you're in your career and be like yeah, I remember doing that and this is why I did it. You know, it's, it's all gonna come to you in kind of memories. So what can we do to make those memories for our students and, and provide those opportunities? Um, so absolutely, um, that's a great quote. Nice selection there, Mikey. Thanks. So, yeah.
3: And is there anything else that you three would like to add before we sign off for this episode?
4: Um, thank you very much yeah i'd say to you and i don't know whoever else does it for letting us do bomber bash yeah Um, absolutely it's just a great thing and like we're fortunate to be able to put on the event as a school
5: yeah thank you so much for having us this has been great um if there's any young people listening or that's going to listen um just kind of like involvement starts now and Mm -hmm. there's more opportunities in front of you that you think so just get involved you'll do a lot of great things and meet a lot of great people
2: yeah, just thank you to everyone who's actually coming to Rush on Saturday. It really means a lot to all of us lead crew who have been planning it over the past couple months. Uh, kind of like Charlie said, there's a lot of seniors on lead crew, so try and get involved. Sign up in the spring if you want to. Um, it's really fun. And, and I
0: think we'll get right that. There. We'll get that after they, you know, this is the, as many participants we've ever had this year. And so I think they're going to see the leadership. They're going to see the impact and the emotional connection. And they're going to be like, I want to do this again and that's the whole purpose of it. So, and one last shout out has to go to uh, Mrs. DiRocco um, and Mrs. Gerd and Mrs. Flynn, who's, who's starting to help out. I know she's gonna take more of an active role in the future, um, but these parent advisors and going back to the um, originator with Mrs. Cure, um, and it's amazing you know, how they're stepping up and putting all this time in out of their world and coming in and volunteering and, and kind of working with you guys and for me i can't you know as principal i wouldn't be able to to accomplish as much as they've accomplished and kind of pushed you guys to higher limits um to get out there and connect with you know corporations and and local businesses and and gathering all of those donations for a good cause and so um it's pushing They they've really pushed you guys so I want to give credit to them for their leadership and and really um you know fulfilling a great need and and cause so thank you to our parent advisors
3: yeah and thank you you three again so much for all that you've done with bomber bash and of course for joining us here today on the episode that's all for now as always this has been mikey sertell and bombs away have a great day
1: And this is Lily reminding you to stay cool, Kenston High School.
0: And this is Mr. G, and I'm signing off. Remember to get after something in your life. Enjoy your passions. Read a book. Reach out to an old friend. Accept the grind and believe in yourself. That is all for Season 4, Episode 3 of the (laughs) Principal's Podcast. Have a great rest of the week.